At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Benzinga's Daily Socks to Watch podcast. Today is Friday, May 13th, 2022. I think our first Friday the 13th of the year. Good luck to everyone out there on lucky Friday the 13th. Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast is a list of at least five stocks handpicked by the Benzinga Pro News Desk team. We've got them on our radar today. We want you to know about those and maybe think if you want to get them on your radar today, get them on a watch list, get them on a chart, see how they trade. My name is Brent Slav. I'm head of Benzinga's News Desk team. And joined with me today is Benzinga's Ryan Faluna. He is our resident options expert. How are you doing today, Ryan? I'm doing really good, Brent. Happy Friday again. Sorry Yay. I wasn't with you last week, but I'm excited we, for today. We miss you, buddy, but here you are. <laughs> That's what matters. All right, so our list for today is going to be five stocks, and then Ryan is going to hit us with some option activity that he was noting throughout the week. He's got three stocks for us, and my partner Steve Krause is away today. He's going to be away on Monday also. So Ryan, if as I'm going through the stocks watch list, if you want to pop in and give some of your thoughts, you are more than welcome, sir. Our first stock to watch for the day is Twitter, TWTR. We haven't really talked about Twitter very recently. We had been talking about it pretty consistently for a few stocks to watch podcasts there and kind of fell off the radar. It's back today. Our stock to watch number two is OTR Acquisition Corp. It's ticker OTRA. Number three is American Eagles Outfitters, AEO. Number four is Easterly Government Properties, ticker DEA and our last stock to watch today is AI Keto Pharma it's ticker AIKI let's get it kicked off with Twitter here folks <clears throat> so an update on the Elon Musk saga shares had fallen as much as 27% earlier in today's pre-market session Elon Musk tweeted that he was putting the Twitter deal temporarily on hold Shares, again, fell almost 30%. The reason that Musk gave in the tweet, I was like a little uncertain of. I don't know how I would be uncertain of it, but I read it and I was like, that's sort of odd to me. The full tweet read, Twitter deal, quote, Twitter deal temporarily on hold following pending details supporting calculation that spam slash fake accounts do indeed represent less than 5% of users. 
<clears throat> I was a little confused because I, Ryan, maybe you can pop in here with your thoughts. I was confused because I read the tweet and I was like, so the, does that mean if it's over 5% that he wouldn't want to do the deal or something like that? That seems kind of crazy, right? Yeah, to me, to me, this seems like a negotiation tactic. To be quite there honest, you with you. Because there you go. Because I was, I was hoping biggest, you were gonna kind of say yeah, something like that. One of, one of the biggest metrics that Twitter reports when they report their earnings, or when anyone talks about it, frankly, is going to be their their daily active users. Right. And if those daily active users numbers, if that really important data point is being inflated due to fake accounts, then that's a bargaining. I, it, it, exactly, chip, exactly right? it. It's a bargaining yep, chip. Now, exactly. ultimately, Smart. what does this mean? I, I, I don't know. Um, I think that, you know, given the market conditions here and how everything is down, I would imagine he's trying to get it at a better price. That's kind of what I took from it. Um, I like and and I think it. that his second tweet about, about the acquisition still being on yep. shows you that he still wants to do this. He still wants to fix this. But he's not just going to shell out fifty four twenty if he can shell out, let's say forty four twenty, right, <laughs> or whatever it ends up being. So right. I think that this is probably just a negotiation tactic. So a couple of hours later, as as Ryan just hinted at, there he tweeted again. He said he's still committed to the deal. Shares were kind of already rebounding when Musk had tweeted that, but they did move over. Let me just pull up my chart here real quick. They did move over. Uh, about the $40 level when the second tweet from Musk came out and he said, I'm still committed. Shares are around $39.50 here in pre-market session. And Ryan, you were you were looking at uh, you were looking at options in Twitter this week and seeing a little bit of a few interesting bets, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, obviously, you know, I was watching options quite a bit this week. Nothing really stood out to me on Twitter until I woke up this morning. And Ooh. I saw the news. And I was like, you know, that's interesting. Let me go back and see what happened these past couple of days. Okay. If, if anyone positioned for it and, and I, I can't tell for certain, uh, of course you can't, you can't tell for certain, but mm-hmm. I find a couple of transactions that were interesting. So, so number one, I, there were, there was a sweep, uh, yesterday that these, the, these four transactions took place yesterday and the day before. Okay. So yesterday there was a 44, uh, strike sweep for the December 16. Those are going to be your December monthly contracts. Okay. Uh, and someone paid $6 in premium for like 104 contracts. This okay. was interesting to me because this was a, a strike that had not yet been traded. So there's a very high volume to open interest ratio on that trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, that generally gets my eye looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, now what was, the, what was the open interest before on that one, Ryan? Uh, let me, let me get that here for you. Open interest that, was nine. Oh, wow. Okay. So there were nine contracts nice. being held open and then someone came in and swept up one Oh four of them. Wow. So that was a so call, right? To me. And, and they're leaving some time on this trade, right? So this, this mm-hmm. tells me that, yeah, they, they are bullish on it, right? Where these are definitely calls to the upside, high premium. Um, and they're bullish on it, but they, they're, they're kind of positioning themselves a day before this kind of goes public. And then they're giving themselves time for this to play out, right? December, mm-hmm. we still have half of a year here for, for this thesis to play out. Um, so I don't know if that's related. I uh, saw that one yesterday. The other one that I saw yesterday was a bet in the other direction, which is interesting. It there was the go. 41 put sweep and it expires on June 10th. So if I look at the, uh, if I look at the option, at the option chain here, June 10th is going to be a weekly call, right? So that's not yep. the monthly call. It's a weekly call. It expires 28 days from today. 
Someone came in and bought 192 contracts at 185. Now, this trade is only about $36,000 in terms of total premium, uh -huh. um, but was still uh, there at that strike, at that weekly strike, there were only 21 contracts being held open in the open mm -hmm. interest. And someone came in and bought nearly 200 of them. So again, something worth noting. The other two transactions were a little bit bigger. One was a thousand, uh, con uh, excuse me, a thousand put uh, buy, and it was for expiring August 19th. So that's 819. And that is the monthly contract. So there, there's definitely more uh, activity in contracts like that. They paid $4 for those contracts and they shelled out a total of 400,000 in order to take that position. Um, so that's definitely a, a bet to the downside. And you know that's a 46 strike. So that was effectively an at the money trade when that trade went off. That one went off okay. on um, the 11th. So that was Thursday. Excuse me, that was Wednesday. That was Wednesday. Uh, so that one is obviously a downside bet. And then we had another call bet on the same day. Someone bought the 49 calls that expire May 27th. Uh, so that's, that's a weekly. That's a week after the monthly expiry. And though that trader bought 1,344 contracts uh, at 91 cents a contract. So the total premium outlay was 122,000 there. Uh, that was actually a block. That wasn't even a sweep. Um, and, and that also had, you know, only 637 contracts in the open interest. Then someone came in and bought 1300, double what was in there. So it's interesting. There were bets in both directions. And, and to me, that tells me that no one was really sure what was going to yeah. happen, but mm -hmm. they probably had an inkling. That's that what I think at, at least something was going to happen. They didn't know exactly. what was going to exactly. happen, but at least something was going to happen. Ryan, a question really quickly that, and, uh, that I think that our, our listeners are going to like, how often do you go back and note unusual option activity that gives you some value for a decision that you're going to make today? Oh man, that is a fantastic question. I don't think I'm going to be asked a better question than that today. Um, the uh, any time that there's like a big kind of surprise like this, I will often go back and see if there's anything I can see in the options. Now, obviously, we're we're talking about going back in time, so there's no way to actually trade off of this information. But, it's but one of the things that I hope you, right to, say again, it, it's informing your your path forward, right? And that's exactly right. One of the things I'm hoping to do is to look for patterns or look for something yeah. that stands out. Um, it what was there something where I can kind of put the puzzle pieces together and sure. come up with something that I can then use in the future? Um, like I, I was just telling you, you know, I had a gut feeling about this. I'm a, and one of the one of the contracts that I have for my segment here, um, it, it, there's kind of a gut feeling aspect to it, and, okay. and I've developed that getting that feeling by watching some of these. Even if I don't trade them, there's value in watching them and seeing how some of these plays play out. Awesome, awesome stuff, Ryan. All right, I'm looking forward to your, your next call here. Let's keep it rolling with our second stock to watch for the day. It is OTR Acquisition Corp. The ticker is OTRA. This is a SPAC redemption play for today, likely throughout next week. There was a tweet, there was news last night, and a tweet that we saw highlighting it noted that shareholders approved his deal, uh, approved the company's deal with Camera Life Sciences. There were 10.3 million shares related to this SPAC redeemed. That was almost 98%, that was over 98%. And when this redemption happened, it left only about 170,000 shares out there in the float. 
Now we have a SPAC expert at Benzinga, Chris Catchy. He's also a writer for us. And he tipped me off to this one. And he noted that this vote led to what he said, quote, one of the biggest redemptions ever. And why this is important, because when we have these SPAC redemptions, what ends up happening is investors give their shares back and then there are way less shares in the float. And we know what happens with lower float names. They can tend to be more manipulated. They can tend to be more pushed around. Traders can kind of like corner the market in the in the stock a little bit. And so Chris reached out to me. He said, hey, I'm going to be watching OTR today. I'm going to be watching OTR next week. This is probably going to be a popular SPAC redemption play moving forward here. Our third stock to watch is American Eagles. American Eagle Outfitters AEO. I'm probably surprising a few people with this one. This is a retailer with a pretty decent dividend yield. Let's just keep that theme that we've been ha having on the stocks to watch for the last few days, highlighting some bigger dividend paying companies as we're moving into seemingly more a value market versus a growth market. Dividends are going to become more important. People are going to be looking for forms ways to get passive income and a dividend is a good way to do that american eagles has an 18 cent per share quarterly dividend that's about a three and a half percent yield if we're getting over two to three percent in dividend yields that's like a pretty nice dividend if we're getting over three percent even better if we're getting a dividend yield that's over five or six percent that's like really really high and so american eagles around a three and a half percent dividend yield pretty nice little dividend that they're paying there Stock to watch, what number are we on? Four, Easterly Government Properties. The ticker is DEA. This is kind of a fun one. A good ticker symbol that this company has because they are a play on a property owner for U.S. government buildings. They own the buildings that house the Drug Enforcement Agency, that house the FBI, that house the CIA. And yesterday I was tuned into CNBC's Fast Money Halftime Report and one of their contributors from uh, a lady named Jenny Harrington from Gilman Hill, she really liked this stock. She said she had been watching this stock for seven or eight years and she didn't see an opportunity to buy it over those seven or eight years. And now as we're moving into a higher interest rate market, she said this thing is starting to get a little bit sexier. I don't know if she, I don't remember if she said she, she bought some or she was buying some, but kind of an interesting little niche play here. If you're ever looking for a way to get access to the property that U.S. government buildings sit on. Our last stock to watch for the day is AI Keto Pharma. It's A-I-K-I. -I. Ryan, this is, this is kind of a cool one. If you, if you hadn't heard about, heard of this company a few weeks ago, this company disclosed that they had a stake in Discord, like the chat platform, Discord. Yep. And uh, yesterday, we saw a press release that said that the company secured an interest in another non-seemingly pharma company. This is a data and AI company. It's called Databricks, if you ever heard of Databricks. So this company, AI Keto, they're kind of like becoming this sort of like portfolio of kind of some cool like AI and web 3.0 and metaverse assets. I don't know what the company does as far as their pharma or their biotech assets go. This is 
in my opinion, a play on these interests that this company is kind of collecting. Kind of a cool one, kind of a fun one here. Yeah, it, off our list. You know, you know what's interesting about this one is this actually appeared on the relative volume scanner that I use within Benzinga Pro. It's it's okay. what I use every day to find day trading opportunities. Okay, and that the, the I believe what you're talking about happened on May fourth, um, because that the right, Discord the, thing. The, yeah, the information about the Aikido Pharmaceutical Report Strategic Investment and Social Communication Platform Discord. Yep. No terms there you disclosed. Go. That actually popped the stock from a 39 cent handle all the way up to 58 at the high. So a stock that small making that kind of move is is absolutely going to get traders in it. And if you look at the chart, the volume, the volume stick is is gigantic. Um, I had heard of this because it appeared on my scanner. I have no edge cool. to it. I have no I have no position in it. But I'll be honest, I, I'm I'm eagerly awaiting uh, the Discord IPO, and I think that there's right. going to be other opportunities for other stocks that are mentioned alongside Discord, sure. just like this one. Sure. Discord probably going to be 2022's hottest IPO. Yeah. Would yeah. you venture to agree with me, Ryan? Yeah, I, I think I think that you're right. I don't play a lot of IPOs. I may play that one. Ooh, interesting. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, Ryan. All right, I am excited to hear some of your options ideas here. Do you want to reveal the tickers or do you want yeah. me to intro them? Okay, yeah, have let's at do it. it. So, so the, I got three for you today. First of all, I'm a long bias trader. So this week was a little tough on some of the long side ones. However, there were some interesting things that I found and we're going to talk about them right now. Uh, awesome. Three tickers that I have are going to be CCL, which is Carnival Cruise Lines, GM, which is General Motors, and DAL, which is Delta Airlines. Uh, first here, the CCL one, this one is perhaps the most interesting. Um, this uh was the june monthlies for next year so that expiry date okay. on these contracts is 6 16 of 2023 okay 2023 wow. so this is next year it's the 12 and a half strike and it was uh about a million dollars in premium um so so first of all obviously that's that's gigantic just in terms of the just in terms of the total premium but this was a put sweep so here's the thing I actually think that this was a put sale, okay? Because if you take a look at, at what's going on here, first of all, these puts went off at the bid. So there was 3,600 contracts that went off uh, at the bid. And the total trade value was 997,000. So that's about uh, a million bucks there. And, and they're so long, they're so far into the future. I think what's happening here is that we recognize there was a very, very precipitous drop in pretty much market wide. And I think what they're trying to do is sell puts at the bottom, right? So the, the hope here is that they never have to rebuy these, that these just expire worthless in a year. And even if they do have to buy these, perhaps they buy them back at a much, much cheaper price. Premium paid for these was two seventy seven per contract. So okay. um, again, I, we don't get debit and credit information from the exchange, so it's impossible right. to know for certain if the transaction was opened or closed. However, um, monitoring where these took place with respect to the bid or the ask can sometimes tip you off to what's going on. And I've seen this before. Um, I, I, I. To me, my again, this is just my gut feeling is that these were sold contracts. And the hope here is that they never have to buy these back. And they just immediately were credited with that million dollars in their account. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, too rich for my blood, but definitely, yeah. definitely interesting. I would not follow this, um, but 
to me, it's almost as if this marks a pretty decent floor for Carnival Cruise Lines, right? 12 and a half, 13 Interesting. looks to be a price floor. We'll see how that plays out over the summer here. Sure. Uh, and then into next year, of course. Um, second one that I have here was GM. This was this year's June monthly 42 calls. And uh, it was about $936,000 in premium. So again, just under a million dollars. 24,000 contracts. These were out-of-money wow. contracts uh, that were taken here. And there were 24,000 of them. Um, so th this is this is actually a... Um, this is actually the type of trade that I like to follow along with, right? Um, to to me, that? Like, because these contracts were only 39 cents a contract, like what's the big deal for me grabbing 10? Like, yeah. Even if these expire worth is my risk is well-defined. And mm -hmm. if they end up going up a couple hundred percent, that's a nice, that's a nice little trade there. So uh, this one's really, really interesting. This actually expired. Let's see the June 17 contract that expires in 35 days, right? So we're going to know real quick if this trade is going to work. Stock is currently at $36. The strike price was at 42. If looking at the chart here, if the stock bounced, it would actually take out this downside formation, uh, this recent downside formation that's been going on since the beginning of May. So mm -hmm. to me, this is very, very interesting. There was a huge volume stick on the equity. Um, I believe this was yesterday. Yeah, May 12th, uh, yesterday. So just a really, really interesting call. This is one that um, you probably could have also scalped the stock as soon as this hit just because it's so big. Uh, but again, I didn't, I didn't trade any of these. I'm absolutely watching this. Here's the other thing, Brent, going forward. If I see repeat sweeps, huge sweeps in some of these GM names or anything that's around this, that's going to make me think even more that, hey, you know, they we expect a bounce here in GM yeah. or maybe even the overall market, and that might be worth playing. So I got my eye on that one as well. Add in the premium in there from where the stock's trading in. I mean, this, this better is thinking that GM shares are going to be up a good 20% over the next, like, month, right, yes. Ryan? yes. Wow. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I, I really like what you're saying about watching at this, at this contract too. It'll give you more conviction that this better is more convicted themselves. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Love and then it, one of the other things that you can watch for is to see like if they roll out of this one and roll into the forties, for example, uh, perhaps they're saying, okay, well maybe that bounce is not going to be as much as we thought, but we still want exposure to the upside. So sure. again, th this is just, this is an aggressive bet out of the money calls like that. Um, often very appealing because they're inexpensive and a lot of mm -hmm. people can buy them, but just uh, really, really interesting trade. Definitely fits the criteria for unusual. That's for right. Sure. Last one we have here is Delta airlines. Um, so th this, these are interesting to me too. The airlines are really interesting to me. I, I know personally that the prices of all of the tickets are going up. Bookings are going up. It's the summer. People want to travel. <laughs> um, so th this one really interesting to me. These were the $40 calls. This transaction also happened yesterday. These calls, these are the contracts that expire the June monthly. So again, 6, 17, 2022, 35 days, uh, for this to materialize. They paid 117 per contract and the total trade and they, they bought, 9,423 contracts, which means that the total trade value of this trade was $1.1 million. Uh, so this is a, another big bet. Um, these contracts, interestingly enough, these contracts are quite affordable at, at $1.17. Again, you know, even a retail trader can pick up just a couple of them and have some pretty good leverage uh, here for Delta. And we're looking at Delta here, you know, Delta is currently at $37. But the Delta was at $40 on May 9th, all right? So a bounce back to 40 
with any type of good news is absolutely possible. And when you're in a levered trade like this, you could see some pretty substantial gains, obviously. Um, uh, also, one more thing to note on those, those contracts went off at the ask. So those are calls at the ask. And uh, there was the open interest is, you know, these airlines, especially in some of these monthly contracts, these airlines are traded quite a bit. Uh, there was 21,000 contracts in the open interest. So I don't have like an outlier number here for volume over uh -huh. open interest, um, but it is still a huge, huge bet. And it does, if you look at the chart, it kind of looks like Delta is going to bounce right here. So just a really, really strategic, interesting bet, uh, huge and, and a really affordable contract. Ryan, really, really good stuff, man. I love you coming on because it brings some fresh blood to the podcast, brings a fresh angle. Really appreciate your time. Really appreciate your insight, sir. And I hope that our listeners do also. Thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate yep, it. Absolutely. And to the listeners out there, um, give me some feedback. Let me know what you want to see. Uh, I watch a lot of different option contracts. I try to pick something different. Uh, today, I tried to go with one that I thought might be a sale. So uh, sure. let us know. Let us know what it is that you want to see and, and, and what we can do. I'd be happy to I'd be happy to come on and, and talk about it. I love this, Brent. I love doing this. So anytime. awesome, man. We'll we'll put Ryan's email in the description for the podcast. Right. So check it out there. My my email is also in there. You, you guys and gals can always give us feedback. That's how we get better as individuals. That's how we get better as an organization. So would really appreciate that feedback. That is going to wrap it up for us this week. Another week in the books, folks. Hope everyone has a really good weekend, and we'll, we, we will be back with you next week for our Sox Watch podcast. Everyone, good luck out there today. Take care. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, 
and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.